This is the intro jingle. This is the K-pop Devok show with Eric Nam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another amazing episode of K-Pop Tebak Show with Eric Nam. This is not a K-Pop news show. It's just me rambling about K-Pop and my life. And that's what we do. Be sure to connect with us on our socials at Tebak Show. And you can join our exclusive, super secretive, amazing newsletter with great memes and embarrassing information about myself and the team here by going to tebakshow.com. Calm. You can also check out video of this show and me looking like a fool barefoot on this beautiful couch on YouTube if you go to Dive Studios. And you can also check out Tableau's podcast there. Um, so yeah, you should do that. I'm just saying. Right? Cool. Let's get into it, you guys. It is fall. It is September. Almost October. Wait, is this October? Maybe it is October by the time this goes out. Weather is important. Weather really makes or breaks people's days yeah. and lives. If it's poor weather, I get really upset. Like today and yesterday in Seoul have been beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. the clearest blue skies. It's kind of like… It's like God, what are you prepping us for? Because it's so nice. And then he's just going to like dump air into the sky. Or dump… I sure hope so. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to dump dust into the sky and like make us not able to breathe and create. Because that's that's what happens. Um, But yes. Sweater weather is here. I'm great. We have a brand new show coming out on our network here at Dive Studios. The WWJD, The Jamie Show. What Would Jamie Do is going to be premiering. When? Soon, right? Yeah, just say soon. Very soon. It may have already debuted. So you guys be sure to check it out. It's going to be really savage. I'm like, Jamie's savage, y'all. She kind of scares me. I'm just saying. She's great, but she kind of scares me. Because she can be very real. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that show. With that, we're going to jump into some songs today. And like the weather, the songs that we have chosen today are a little bit polarizing. So here's the first one. It's Seventeen's Fear off their full-length album, An Ode. Alright, that is Fear by Seventeen. They have 13 members. Um, and I think following their last song, Hit, and this one, I think they're just really trying to move on into a different sound. And they, I've been reassured by that by this song. Um, very electronic, club beats, a lot of shifts. Um, and the song kind of explores how fear can paralyze and likens the agony of it to consuming Poison. Poison, poison. Um, on their YouTube page, the band says the song explores fear as an emotion they face during the creative process, which has helped them develop as musicians. Fear as an emotion they face. Why would you face fear in your creative process? Do you face fear in creative process? Yeah. How? Because isn't it's creativity is like vulnerability. It's expression. Oh, yeah. It's whether things might get miscommunicated. True. Whatever. I could see that. Yeah. All right, that makes sense to me. Yeah, Seventeen is currently wrapping up their world tour, um, and their final show apparently is in Taipei, Taiwan. And um, yeah, I saw I saw Vernon very recently. He's doing well. And uh, it's kind of crazy. Actually, I saw him and Escoops and Mingu recently. But um, it's kind of crazy because they're also a group that has like grown up in front of my eyes. 
And they're getting so big and they're getting so mature and like <laughs> in my head they're always going to be like the little dongzangs but now they're so big and mature. Um, but you know as you guys all know they're like incredibly talented and um, I think they like the thing about 17 is that to have 13 people choreographed and in sync for one song is crazy but they have so many songs like that which is impressive. Um Fear. Speaking of fear, I have a little, little uh, note here from our writer that says Diane hates snails and will gag at the sight of them. Is that true? You're shaking your head. I fucking hate them. You hate snails. Hate. You hate snails. Well, I'm sure it'll make you incredibly happy to know that I used to love snails, and like I used to love worms and caterpillars. Like as a kid, I would collect them, and I would like this. Am I crazy? Maybe I'm gross, but I literally like going to school every morning. <laughs> there would be snails and worms like all over our yard. Diane looks like he's gonna throw up right now as I'm talking about this. But seriously, so they would be all over our driveway, and I would have you remember those locker boxers, boxers like the little boxes that are supposed to hold your pencils Markers. and everything. Yeah. So I had one that was just full of snails, and. I started like learning how to raise snails. So I found that they eat lettuce and like vegetables. So Ugh. I would take snails Ew, and I would the put them fuck? in the little. <laughs> so I would take snails, put them in a little box, put lettuce and like grass and stuff in there and take them to school. And people were like, can you give me some snails? And like they would like want my snails. I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> caterpillars, same thing. Worms, same thing. And I was like all about the bugs and the creatures and Eddie was for a little bit and then all of a sudden he became terrified of them. And I think it was because our mom was terrified of them. Like she would be planting plants outside and we'd be inside like doing work or whatever, homework and whatever. All of a sudden you hear like a blood curling scream like somebody's getting attacked. And you run out and you're like, what's wrong? And it's because my mom saw a, saw a worm. It's not even she touched it. She was literally scooping dirt and she saw one. And she just, the entire neighborhood would reverberate and echo like the mountains of just screaming because she saw a worm. Um, and to this day, both my mom and Eddie and now even Brian, if they see a caterpillar, a worm, anything, they will have a legit they will like, scream like freak out and like run for the hills like it does not matter who they're with they will just run we're gonna go to our next artist um this is a big change up from what we've just been listening to but here it is it's chang bom jun's every moment with you british airways is proud to welcome you to our home to the thrills of london and the hills of scotland to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savour the food or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit ba.com for details. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Um, so Changbom Jun's Every Moment With You. He has quite a few songs on the top 100 right now. Um, and if you guys… Like I wanted to just introduce this song and this singer-songwriter to you. Because I think his voice is very like classic and kind of even older. Like you listen to it and it's something that you think your parents would like. Because it's older. It's folky. It's, it's not country music but it's folky and it's kind of uh, a little more traditional I guess we could say. Um, and acoustic. But there's something about it that's just like feel good. Not like feel good pop. But it just like makes you relax and like kind of good to play in the background. If you don't want to necessarily listen to the lyrics of a song. Um, which is why I wanted to point it out. And I think he's become like really really good at that type of particular music. And if you listen to Busker Busker's song. Like Busker Busker they have the cherry blossom ending. Which is like they call it the zombie song. Because every spring it comes up to the top 100. Um, this is for like what seven, eight years in a row, because people have just now started to identify that song as the spring song to go to. Um, so it it is called the zombie song, and um, he Pum Jun has also recently been on like the Return of Superman with his kid, and um, I don't know. I just wanted to introduce it to you as a complete contrast to Seventeen. I feel like for the past few episodes we've been doing very very mainstream kind of stuff. Um, but this is not as mainstream, but you guys might very much enjoy it. Um, Every Moment With You is kind of about how like time passes really quickly when you're like having great times with your friends and family and you kind of want it to slow down and you want to reflect and like really enjoy every moment. Um, so yeah, check it out. Every Moment With You, Chang Bom Jun. He also has a song off Melo Gacheji, which is like a, a OST for a drama that is going on JTBC right now. So um, if you guys look his stuff up, a lot of great songs, a little bit alternative, a little indie, a little folky, but I hope you guys enjoy it very much. Um, I guess a question that you guys have for me is Do you have a daily routine you like to stick to? If you do, what's your favorite part of it? Do I have a daily routine? I don't. Um, I wake up, I work, I eat, I go to bed. The one thing that I guess I do enjoy the most is like right before I go to bed, well, I shower every day. Before I go to bed because I don't understand when people don't shower before they go to bed because you've been outside all day. Do you see a pattern here, Diane? Yeah. With my germaphobeness? Yeah. You've been outside all day. You've been walking around. People, you've been in contact with a lot of people. There is dust. There is gross things in the world. And you're going to go into your bed with it and lay in it for however many hours. I'm not about it. So I shower. And then I do my skincare routine. And uh, take care of my skin. And then I drink a lot of water. Take some vitamins sometimes. And then I turn on Netflix. Even if I'm exhausted. Like I just need to have like three minutes of it. And then I can consciously make the decision of like I'm too tired. I'm going to bed. But I had the option and the cognizant ability or like the intent… I should rephrase this. But I had the option to watch a show. And I had the option to turn it off. And that's like what I feel like I can control every day. As my daily routine. So that's like probably like the one thing where I'm like… Okay. I'm ready to go to bed. And then I fall asleep. That's my daily routine. Um, okay. So let's jump into the next one. Next artist is Celeb5. With I Wish I Could Unsee That. <laughs> Jeju 
So Celeb 5, um, this is a girl group of four comedians. Originally it was five, but I guess one member kind of left. Um, it's Kim Shin-young, Song Eun-hee, Shin Bong-seon, and An Young-mi. And um, I love this group. If there's one girl group right now that I'm a big fan of, it's this girl group. Because they are comedians and uh, they are in their 40s and their late 30s. And they're hilarious. And um, they started maybe two, three years ago. They did a cover of like a Japanese girl group performance. And they did a dance and a music video to it. And it was hilarious. And the dance is really intense. Like super intense. But they killed it. And so I remember watching it and being like, oh wow, that's amazing. And they've done subsequent releases. And I've enjoyed every single one of them. They're equally entertaining and hilarious. And their parodies and their satire… But it's great. It's like the closest thing I feel I can get to to SNL in Korea. Mm. That's in the States. Like Lonely Island. Yeah, kind of like Lonely Island. Andy Samberg and um, that kind of thing. So this last one is… So up until now, you know, they kind of did the very intense choreography, that kind of thing. This one is very like lovely, lovely, soft melody, whimsical, um, 90s, you know, K-pop girl group, throwback. It kind of feels like um, certain Oh My Girl concepts where they're wearing white dresses and holding flowers and like all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's about looking at your significant other's phone and finding pictures and texts and whatever from another person. Another woman. And it's… Uh, the lyrics are hilarious. So one lyric like translated is like, You saved her name as Butter candy. You can't say that in normal songs. Yeah. Like they have really great lyrics. It's hilarious. Um, but the video, it culminates into… <laughs> it, it pretty much… It's just hilarious. And at the end they're just like to the boyfriends like, Give me back my money. Give me everything I, I spent on you. And like… Um, in Korean it literally says… Which means I'm purchasing an eyeball that has not seen what I saw. Like directly <laughs> translated. Um, but if you guys have time, if you need a good laugh, um, good entertainment, I would highly suggest that you go on Celeb 5 and you look it up and watch it. I think the other reason I really like it is because aside from the music and like the performance, I like the fact that these comedians are, you know, 30s and 40s. And they are just having fun. Like there is no reason that they need to do this. I think the re- like literally the only reason to do it is because they want to enjoy themselves. And they want to have a good time. And they literally have become very passionate about it. So they have their own reality show about it now. I think they have their own like random appearances on like music shows now. You guys have probably seen them on all the music shows. They've been doing the rounds. They've been doing radio. They've been doing everything as this like satire group. And it's just good to see people having fun doing something that they're really excited and genuinely passionate about. So check it out. That's Celeb 5. I wish I could unsee that. Alright, so that's why uh, we kind of think this episode is very, very polarizing. We have 17 most idol of idols. Then we go to Chang Bomjun, who is indie folk. And then we have satire comedy group Celeb 5. But 
I think it's good to kind of mix it up every once in a while. I feel like we've done idols on idols and idols for a while. So we mixed it up a little bit. We're going to go into some rambles real quick. Brian, sing us into our rambles. The crazy ramblings with Eric Nong. <laughs> Thank you for that amazing ramble intro, Brian. All right, we got some questions, some rambling topics. In your opinion, what is the perfect way to prepare a potato? French fries, waffle, shoestring, steak, cut, tater tot, or maybe mashed potatoes? You trying to get wild and say pierogies? Ha! No. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is a pierogi? Wait, I've had one before. You don't know what a pierogi is? It's like a, it's like Ukra- a sandwich? It's, no, it's a Ukrainian dumpling. But like potato-based. Oh, maybe I and have You have it that. with like applesauce or like oh, sour no, cream. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. It's good. I really like french fries. I particularly do like waffle fries. Curly? Curly, look, I like all types of french fries. Garlic? Nah. I don't like a wedge. I'll say it now. Why? Because they get… Too much potato? The eraser consistency. Like eraser bud consistency. (laughs) I guess it does feel a little soggy. Yeah. Um, I do like waffle. I do like french fries. Just normal. Um… I love a hash brown. I do love hash browns. I do like like Waffle House hash browns too. Not like McDonald's hash brown, but like the shaved hash browns. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that as well. Have you ever been to Waffle House during the day? I've been in the morning. Oh. Like before school. So like, I guess like for two or three years before school started, like the first day of school, my some of my friends and I, we would do like Waffle House breakfast as like the start to the year. Don't judge me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I've never had it. What? I don't. I'm from California. Oh my god. But so this is kind of gross. So one of those breakfasts, we go. It's like seven a.m. probably, and our waitress is telling us a story, and we just got completely grossed out. Like some of these waiters and waitresses, like they just want to have conversation. And so we're like talking about school and like how what we're excited for about the year. And our waitress is just like super excited to talk to us. I don't know why. And she's telling us about her son who's like 13 or 12 or something. And she was telling us very inappropriate things about her son. Like very inappropriate. And we were just like, it's 7 a.m. Lady, why are you sharing this with us? Um, but… Her son was going through puberty. Oh. And was experiencing a lot of things for the first time. Yeah. And we were eating, sitting there <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating pancakes and hash browns. Yeah. Listening to her talk to us about her son. I was just like, we need to get to school fast. I never wanted to go to school <laughs> that fast. Yeah. Um, but that, I always think about that, that day when people say Waffle House. Did you have a car in high school? Like that you drove? I did. Oh. So my school, we had to drive to. And there was no school bus, so we had to drive there. Um, so my first car was a Chrysler Town & Country, which is a minivan. And you know how cool minivans are, right? <laughs> so like my school was generally a very wealthy school. And so like some of the kids had like brand new Benz or like brand new Lexuses. Or even if they got like hand-me-downs for their parents, it was usually like a very nice car or like a cool car. Even like a Jeep. You know, or some type of SUV. Cool. I was like the only person that had this massive, massive uh, minivan. 
Like the mom car, the soccer mom car. To make it even better, the brake on that car, like, was not very good. And it was so loud. <laughs> it was so loud. Like, you could hear... And I would have to start braking like at least 300 meters out. <laughs> like way out. So if I'm going downhill and I would be going downhill every day into my school, you would, I would start braking and you would just hear… <laughs> so people knew you were at school. Everybody knows I'm at school. So Eddie, for example, like when we got to school, he'd be like, I'm getting off here. So he would get off <laughs> before anybody could see him. Like get out of a minivan. And he would walk in. And I would have to like park this car. <laughs> the struggle is real. Anything about my childhood experience that I feel like I missed out on? Learning to roller skate, trip to Disney World, Healy's, Moonshade. Okay. Is there anything I missed out on as a child? I think the one thing I really want to do that I didn't get to do is Boy Scouts. Did you do Girl Scouts? No. I think my Korean parents knew what the Girl Scouts yeah. was. No, my parents were not about it. I was like always jealous of like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Because like… I guess I just wanted to fit in. And like have that opportunity. And it was like… I don't know why. If you think about it. Like at school, everybody talked about it. And everybody was doing it. And school would make special provisions for it. Like, well the Boy Scouts went to do this. And the Girl Scouts were selling cookies. What are you doing? I'm like… I can't do anything because my parents are immigrants and they can't speak the language. And my dad will not take me on a Boy Scout trip because he works crazy hours. But for everybody else, it was like, of course you're doing Boy Scouts. And so I think that was like one thing that I missed out on. And I think the other thing was like, even like prom and stuff. Like I went to prom and like I did all that stuff. And this is not so much me missing out on it. I think, for example, we would go to prom… In our school, like, I guess all of them, they have, like, pre-prom parties, right? Where, like, you get all your friends together. You take all the pictures. You get onto the limo. All that kind of stuff. Um, and these things, like, all your parents come. And everybody's taking pictures. And, like, typically it was just, like, my parents were never there. Like, they just felt really awkward. And, like, felt uncomfortable. And so, for me, like, I didn't want to make them feel uncomfortable. So, I was like, you don't have to come. So, I would just do it on my own. Um, but then I look back and like Eddie and Brian, like they went to everything. <laughs> like, thanks guys. <laughs> really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not so much me missing out on it. I think it was just that was probably like a communal family thing that would have been cool, but it just didn't happen. That's fine. Boy Scouts, meh, whatever. Sleepaway camp, I never did that. Did you do sleepaway camp? Yeah, Korean church camp. Oh, no, no, no. My mom would send me to. Like, academic sleepaway camp. Like, a lot of my, like, white friends were just like, we went to the camp and we did, like, canoeing and rowing and random sports. And I was like, I went to writing camp and chess camp. <laughs> and, like, debate camp. And I was like, I hate camp. And my mom would make me do these things and I was like, this is horrible. Like, I would be sitting there spending my time learning to how to argue with kids. And I was like, this just sucks. But, you know, I'm sure my parents just thought it was for the better. Thanks, mom and dad. I really love you. I appreciate it. Again, I appreciate everything. It's just n not what I wanted to do. 
All right, guys. Anyways, I gotta wrap this up because I have to go do some other things. Please connect with us on Tedbox Show at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Of course, you can connect with us on our YouTube and our website and our newsletter because we have really cool stuff coming out of there. And, um, yeah. Have a great day. Um, next week's episode is going to be a Q&A special where I answer some amazing questions from you guys, our listeners. So please be sure to tune into that. I'll be back very soon after my trip to Atlanta and Budapest and Africa. And I hopefully have some really great stories for you guys. So stay cool. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Have a great day. Week, night, drive, study session, whatever you're doing. And I love you so much, guys. <gasps> Goodbye. Outro. Thank you for listening to K-pop Debug with Eric now. <laughs> <laughs>